On this edition of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast, we get you set for championship weekend in the Canadian College Baseball Conference. Welcome to episode 29 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. Hard to believe that the CCBC is into its final week. It feels like only yesterday that we were previewing the season to start. And actually looking back, it was episode 22 of the podcast, if you're interested to listening to that. So it wasn't really that long ago. The seven teams have been battling it out, not only with themselves, but with Mother Nature in an effort to set themselves up for championship weekend. Okanagan does come in as the defending champions, but before that, PBA actually won the title six years in a row. Could the champion again come out of Alberta? It is a log jam for Alberta's teams, with Prairie Baseball Academy coming in at 9-15 and on the season, while the University of Calgary and the new Edmonton Collegiate squad picked up eight wins apiece. But it's anyone's game come the playoffs. We'll start this week's episode with Edmonton Collegiate Utility man Ty Wagger. He led the team with a three forty seven batting average and has been a model of consistency for the club. The Lacombe native is also one of the veterans on the new team as he was with the squad when it folded originally, then came back to them over the last couple of probationary seasons. And the education student who is into his final year is hoping to end it all with a championship. Ty, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. How has the season been the first official season with uh, the new ECBC squad? It's been awesome, man. It's kind of been you know, everything we've expected and, uh, and a little bit more. We, uh, we didn't know a whole lot what to expect just being a new team, but, uh, you know, we came out and we were able to compete, you know, virtually with every team. And um, also being an Alberta team, the weather held up for the most part. Um, the only games we seemed to lose were road games, so we got all of our home games in, and that's a real positive too. You don't want to call it a feeling out process, but at the same time, it's one of those things as the new team, you've got a bunch of new bodies in play and there's yeah. a bunch of different uh, personalities that come along with it. And so what was that process like trying to to wade through the waters and, and learn each other's uh, preferences and all those kinds of things throughout the course of the season? Yeah, um, to be honest, it wasn't too bad. We uh, We obviously had that probationary team last year, um, so we had quite a few guys coming back from that, but um, we have a real, real tight knit team. You know, uh, there's no, there's no discrimination between first years, fourth years, or anything like that. We get along real well together, and I think that really helped us on the field too. You know, we're we're not really just a bunch of ball players. We're also a family, and uh, you know that going through everything together that really helped us. What was the key, especially when it comes to having a coach like Ethan in play and having his experience and his abilities uh, at the four? Man, it was huge. He. Uh, Ethan was, has been great. He's played, obviously, professional ball, and, and you know, the, you, you're not going to find too many guys who knew more about the game um, than him, and he was he's a huge pitching guy. He's, he's been critical to our pitchers. Um, we are fortunate enough to have a guy named Michael Suki as well. He, uh, he also played pro ball, and he kind of, he's got the infield and the outfield sort of thing, so, like, I feel as if we have every, every aspect of the game, you know, locked down where we can lean on these guys. They've the amount of improvements some guys have made this year, it's been unbelievable. And that that's credit to those two, as well as uh, Nathan Coffin, who's been big for us. He's a volunteer guy and he works with our catchers. So like those three have been amazing to us. 
Is it weird being considered one of the veterans on a team that hasn't been around for very long? It is, yeah. Um, I don't know. Like That first year is a bit rough, but I think you know, going through that folding process, there's three or four of us still here. And that, that really, you know, we've kind of been through a lot that we didn't think we'd have to go through. And that's really just helped us with our experience and, you know, what, what we can pass on to the younger guys. I was going to ask, what kinds of things did you pass along to the younger guys? And what kinds of uh, advice did you uh, pass along to them as you went through the process and kind of try to teach them about uh, whether it's, you know, not taking anything for granted or on the flip side is make sure you enjoy the good stuff when it does happen? Yeah, um, a little bit like you said, don't take anything for granted. But um, a big thing our coach preaches is uh, attitude and effort. And, you know, that's kind of the the two things you can control. Baseball is such a funny game. There's a lot of a lot of things that you're not going to be able to control. And, and, you know, like if you, if you put in a good attitude, good effort every day, you know, that's all you can control. And there's going to be ups and downs, but you kind of got to ride the roller coaster. Don't get too up when they're like that. And that's the biggest thing. Don't get too down either. Just kind of stay level headed and, and grind your way through it. And now you guys prepare for a playoff run and, and looking forward to, uh, to cam loops. What are you trying to pass along to your teammates? And beyond that is what are you trying to take away from this experience? Yeah, um, I'm really looking forward to the experience. You know, even though we're a first-year team, we've we've told the guys, like, we've competed this year. We've beat, you know, virtually every single team with the exception of this past weekend against UFV, which wasn't our best. But, um, like, we're, we're going down there hoping to win, and I think that's a reasonable expectation for us to be in the finals and see what happens from there. Um, it's not uh, – we don't view it as a typical first-year team coming in, you know, just trying to get their feet wet. We're ready to get – to get going what's it mean to you to be able to be a part of the building blocks for something that could again potentially become one of the the stalwarts you know you look at what prairie baseball has done you look at what the ufc has done and and there's this attitude of hey we're we're setting things up for the future as well yeah it's so cool you know to be one of the the first guys to uh to you know be on this program and and i'd love to see it grow i'd love to see it keep growing and eventually you know be a PBA one day or, or something, just kind of like have that attached to you. You know, you're the first guy, a couple of the first guys, and you really got this thing going, and yeah, it's special. What are you most proud of as you look back on, on your time helping to be a part of the basis for this squad? Um, Honestly, just just all of the, I don't want to say negatives, but I want to say all of the, the hurdles we had to overcome that first year. Um, things didn't go as planned. We ended up folding. And then we we grinded our way through, which was essentially two more probationary years. Which I'm sure anyone you can ask isn't an ideal situation, just playing exhibition games. But you know, and then and then finally getting into this league and and not just being a team that's that's in it for fun, like being a team that can compete every year. And and honestly, like I've made so many lifelong friends and and you know guys who have turned into family. It's just just been a real real special ride. Does it make it that much sweeter in terms of just being able to say we eclipsed the expectations that we persevered through all of this to be able to to bring it all to fruition and make it through that first year and get into a, a situation where you can play for a championship? Yeah, absolutely. It makes it, you know, it makes it all the more special. Um, but with that being said, um, this weekend's huge for us. I think I think right now we have our mindset on winning a championship and competing for that and, you know, Anything kind of less than that will be a little bit disappointing. But um, I think as we look back, you know, further on, we'll really, it's really amazing what we've done this year and how well we've competed.
One of the things that uh, you got applauded for is your batting average on a personal level. What would you say was key to your success? Um, yeah, it was cool. Um, honestly, just our coaches being there every day, um, giving you a mindset to work with, being there hours before practices to work with. Um, our players, man, we have such a good group. We we battle with each other, make each other better every single day. You know, um, it's crazy to see how many guys improve. We had a guy named uh, Anthony Owen who hit three thirty three. A guy named Zach Usda who hit, you know, three ten. All these guys have have just improved so much over the year. It's it's been special on a personal level as well. I know you're an education guy. You're also an assistant coach from what I understand as well. And what got yeah. you into the, the coaching side of the game as well? Um, I've always, I've always been interested in coaching. Um, I've, this isn't really out there. I've dealt with a couple injuries throughout this year. That is kind of as I guess shortened my playing season. So um, Ethan Elias, our head coach actually got the head coach of Sherwood Midget AAA and I've been pretty close with him. And yeah, when he, when he asked me to come out and help, I, I couldn't say no. Um, being a kid who's from Lacombe, Alberta, it, it's, it didn't mean much about the travel. I stayed up here this summer, and I'm really looking forward to the opportunity. What kinds of things do you hope to pass along to those younger kids that, you, uh, that you've kind of brought in over the course of your career thus far? Um, just honestly, attitude, attitude and effort again, which you've heard. That's from Ethan. But, um, you know, there's there's a lot of ups and downs in baseball, but the biggest thing that I've tried to form my game around is a mindset. And I think, you know, whether it's your approach at the batting plate or how to stay up or, or positive or whatever, I can, I can really pass that kind of message along with the mental, mental aspect of the game. Um, Taylor Burns really instilled that in me. He's another huge influence in my life. And I think that'll be huge as well as, you know, the knowledge that I can pass along with in fielding and pitching. It's so funny that way. When you look at baseball as a, as a whole, as a game of failure, especially when you're at the plate and yet you almost have to go in with a, you have to reinforce that positive mindset a little bit more than you would most other sports, I would assume. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's, not very often you can succeed three out of ten times and, and be considered one of the top performers in your game. And that, that right there shows how how frustrating at times a game can be, but you can still be successful. Take us back to the very beginning. I love telling these stories and, and hearing these stories about guys who find uh, their way to baseball. And what was it that managed that you managed to uh, kind of go about and, and become a baseball player rather than the prototypical hockey or football that you see in this province? Yeah, um, it started when I was really young in Lacombe. Lacombe wasn't actually a huge baseball town, but we had uh, a good core of kids my age who kind of moved up and played throughout each other. But um, I'm playing catch with my dad in the front yard. And I honestly, I just fell in love with baseball from the start. I played hockey as well. Um, all the way up until midget. And, you know, when I had a, a choice, I chose baseball. I knew it was always been kind of my love and, and I've made a lot of good friendships. And then, um, you know, I was talking to prospects Academy for my overage year and I knew that was something that I really wanted to do over hockey. So who do you look to for inspiration, whether it be on the field or off the field? Because I get the sense just in the short time that we've been able to chat, you're a pretty positive outlook kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my parents have been amazing. Um, I've been out of the house now for, I guess, four years, but honestly talking to them every single day, it keeps you level headed. They give you a great, uh, a great perspective on life. And I honestly can't thank them enough for everything. Um, on the baseball side of it, obviously our coaches, Ethan Suki, um, 
Taylor Burns, who is my academy coach, he's I've relied on him for a lot, whether it's injuries or he still does my training programs now, or just someone to talk to. Those guys, those are the main guys. They've been, you know, huge in, in helping me develop as a not only a player but a person. Obviously, you're looking forward to this weekend, but even beyond that, is what kinds of things do you hope to uh, accomplish over the summer and, and looking ahead even to the fall? Yeah. Um, so this is actually my last year of college ball, unfortunately. Um, I guess life moves on. I got uh, teaching practicum next year. So um, the big thing for me for this summer, I'm just going to try and get healthy with my arm. I've been going through some injuries, like I said, but um, try and get healthy, you know, maybe play a little bit of senior AAA ball with the uh the tigers there in st albert and you know just keep having fun keep keep hanging out with those relationships you've made through baseball if you've had one piece of advice that stands out above everyone else over the course of your life or whether it's baseball or elsewhere which one would you love to pass along to anyone listening or any young kid who's looking to get into baseball yeah um this comes a little bit from my grandpa um he said this but uh just enjoy the ride man like it goes by it goes by a lot quicker than you think and you know that's especially uh stands out to me now going into my last weekend of what could be college baseball so just enjoy the ride it goes a lot quicker and you know as as bad as it may be going on the field you know there's there's still no place i'd rather be it's fantastic to hear ty i appreciate the time on the podcast thanks so much for joining us and all the best not only uh this weekend but also throughout the rest of your career looking forward to seeing what you got up your sleeve You bet. Thanks a lot for having me. One of our favorite interviews over the last year has been with University of Calgary baseball product, Miles Coran. Last fall, he opened up to us about his battle with multiple sclerosis, which ended up being one of the five most read stories on our website. Heading into the CCBC Championship weekend, we thought we'd catch up with a fourth-year science student to talk about his journey in podcast form, but also to update us on the treatments he's gone through and what lies ahead for the young man who never fails to see the positive in the world despite his disease. Miles, thanks for joining us on the podcast. No problem. Happy to be here. Take us back to when you were 12 years old and when you noticed that something wasn't right. Well, um, I, I think I remember this, uh, this week pretty well. It was, uh, it was, I think it's a funny story. A lot of people uh, don't necessarily <laughs> think it's as funny as I do. Um, but I remember um, um, I was just reading a book uh, for school or something like that. And uh, I started to know, notice a couple words on the page uh, were a little blurry. And so naturally, you kind of, you know, test your left eye and your right eye. And I, it was it was obviously just my right eye. And it was, I don't know, uh, late at night. And I kind of went, whatever, like, I'll be fine in the morning. And I wake up in the morning, not so fine, kind of the same thing going on. And, uh, of course, at that age, just tell your parents and away you go to school and whatnot. But, uh, um, so it would have been, uh, around or pretty close to this time of year. Uh, my parents took me to, a just a walk-in clinic. And, um, so I was in the middle of baseball season at the time and the doctor there said there was a scratch in my cornea, most likely from getting some shale from the diamond in my eye. So no big deal. It's supposed to be good in a week. Uh, come back in a week if it gets worse. So by the end of the week, I was completely blind in my right eye. And I was a little frustrated because this weekend was our May long weekend, uh, tournament. Um, and so I went back to the clinic and, 
And the doctor goes, uh, oh, my God, the scratch uh, got so much bigger and so much worse. You have to go to the hospital. Um, and I go, great. Now i got to miss all my games. And we get to the hospital, and I feel so bad for because uh, it was just a, a, like a brand-new doctor looking at me. And she stared at my eye for it must have been at least a half an hour, and she was stressing you know, she couldn't find a scratch on my on my cornea, and, and she was worried about it. So she brings in a senior doctor, and the senior doctor goes, "There's not a scratch on his cornea. Like it's a, it's got to be his optic nerve or something." And so, and away we went with testing after that and MRIs, and um, and uh, that's how they found it. And you know, being so young, it's uh, like I've said before, it's it's just. You know, you think it's a cold. You're like, when when am I going to get better? This is no big deal. I'll be fine tomorrow, kind of thing. Um, so, you know, being young like that, it was it wasn't a big deal to me. Mm. Yeah, and it wasn't one of those things either that where it really got you down. I mean, you've shared stories in the past uh, when we did the story back in the fall was just, even just a story about how uh, you you found ways of going about your day to day life. I mean, even school being two stories high, there's you were you were trying to fight this thing no matter what the cost. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm pretty stubborn. <laughs> um, I uh, I don't like extra help. I'm I'm big on, and I've been like that my entire life, school, baseball. I like to teach myself. I like to make it happen the way I want to do it. Um, I don't want extra help. Uh, I'm just stubborn like that. And, um, and yeah, some days, some days suck, like, to be perfectly honest. Like, some days really suck. But um, it's it's just, uh, you know, like they say, it's it's not, you know, how hard you fall. It's how hard you bounce back, right? Mm-hmm. One of the things, too, is was there ever a moment where you went, you know what, maybe I shouldn't be playing ball? I mean, I know that the the weather can be a big impact on you or your diet can be a big impact on you. And so that there's all these things working against you. Did you ever think, man, I don't know if I should be doing this? Yeah. And honestly, like, I'm going to say, like, every once in a while, sometimes, like, that just, you know, floats across, you know, my thoughts and, uh, it's not necessarily like I, I I feel like, you know, I know people who have MS, you know, that decided to kind of go a different route with their life. And I and, you know, what, if 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 that's the way you want to live, you know, go for it. But in my eyes, like I'm here to win. I'm 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 competitive. I'm not I'm not going to give up very easily. Um, and, uh, you know, yeah, sometimes you think, you know, like, should I really be doing this? How much longer do I got? Is it really worth it? But you know what? Like I, I just know if 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 I uh, if I gave up today, I would regret it tomorrow. So so I'm sticking with it. What inspires you to keep on fighting and to keep that that drive going? Because it, as we've talked in the past, is it can be a little draining. Well, you know, honestly, like I'm I'm not um, a big guy to to really um, look up to other people or, or want to be another person. But I've just, especially once I got to university, like I, I just got so much more support and so many people, you know, that want to see me succeed, especially the more open I, 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 I become about um, my story. And that was kind of where I went like, geez, like people are rooting for me. Like, let's, let's do this. Um, so it was it wasn't necessarily like I have like a hero to look up for it's just it's all the little people in my life that are you know pat me on the back along the way 
What's it been like going through the baseball programs that you've gone through and even up to the University of Calgary and being able to be a part of a team and, and have that, uh, that backing like you do have uh, on the field? Well, I mean, it's, uh, it's been a journey. I mean, I mean, I've played on a lot of teams and um, it's, you know, baseball in Calgary has always been a good experience to me. Like I, I, uh, uh, I, I don't think I would change a thing. I've, I've, I started playing baseball. I had a uh, this kind of nerdy friend of mine um, when I was younger uh, that I played hockey with, and his dad was going to coach a baseball team, and I wanted nothing to do with baseball, like whatsoever. And um, uh, but he was my friend, and his dad was going to coach the team, and so I must have been nine. And I went, okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to go play with my friends, and I it just became like such a cool experience and I ended up being all right at it and, and and people wanted me to play on like these travel teams and just you know meeting these these people like uh, like kids I've played with when I was 10 years old you know I still run into or play against or play with and it's just it's so cool to uh, you know um uh get up this ladder of, uh, of baseball and still see uh, that, you know, kids I was playing with when I was younger are, 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 you know, have the same goals as me and playing competitive baseball. So it's, um, um, yeah, I hear a lot about, you know, people say baseball doesn't work in Calgary, but I don't know, man. Like, I think, I think we got some, some awesome baseball in Calgary. Well, and you guys also get to be a part of a bigger community that way. And as we've talked in the past about it is there's that opportunity where you get to meet a lot of people. And, and for you, you've been able to share your story as well. What does it mean to be able to uh, be a bit of an advocate and get people to understand what you're going through and how you can power through? Well, uh, I mean, this yeah, this past year has been big for me on that. Um, especially after you know the story you guys did did for me. Um, I, I uh, the MS Society of Canada, the national group, and the Calgary group reached out to me, and um, you know they've been doing stories on me, and I'm I'm planning on talking at the MS Walk in Calgary this year, and it's like so and all these amazing things, and um, it was uh, really crazy. You know, I, I I still looking back. I'm like, really, like people want to read my story, kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's 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 unbelievable to me. And I think um, I love being able to share my story. Um, I'm um, I'm very open about my MS. I know I know lots of people that you know wouldn't want to talk about it as much, and that's totally fine. But um, I think uh, I think it's important to uh, show show somebody out there that no matter what, like. If, if, if you put your mind to it, you can, you can, you can achieve something, you know? One of the things that I'd like to update everybody since we wrote that story over the fall, you went through some pretty rigorous testing and some rigorous treatment as well. And walk us through what that was like. Well, so yeah, in, um, in August, so the, the drug I was on, um, uh, is actually used for cancer, cancer chemotherapy, um, and I, uh, five days straight, uh, seven hour infusions. Um, and, uh, it, uh, I, I'm not going to try and say like it was, it was okay. It, it was the worst experience of my life. Those five days were the worst experience, uh, of my life. It, uh, I've never, I've never felt like I was preparing just 
to die before. Like you just, you're, you're drained. It, it takes all the energy out of you. All you are is you won't just want to throw up and you're in pain and, and it's, it's a horrible experience. Um, and once it was over, um, I mean, cause I was on, they, they had to give me steroids for it too. Like I was, I had like, and, it, and you just retain all your water and everything. So I was, uh, in five days I gained 20 pounds and, and, um, my heart rate was, uh, my resting heart rate was 40 beats per minute, um, higher than it usually would be. And so, um, those, uh, the last, uh, uh since August, like it's, it's, uh, I, I I definitely like feel a lot better now, but I mean those first few months were horrible. You know, not being able to like I would run and my it would feel like my heart is coming out of my chest and I'd get dizzy and nauseous and it was horrible. And not to mention, so the, what the uh, medication does to you is so they they all they all they're doing is killing my immune system and just wiping it out completely. So um, trying to not get a cold when you're going to a school with 30,000 people (laughs) might be the most impossible thing ever. And I managed to do it for one month. I went September healthy, October, I caught a cold. And so that cold lasted almost two months. Um, I was in and out of coming back to practice, coming back to school because it was, it would go up and down. And I I tried to go on our uh, trip to Kamloops in the fall and I woke up Friday morning for the bus and I felt horrible and I went, like, oh, if I sleep on the bus, like, I'll be okay. No problem. I'll wake up. It's eight eight-hour bus ride. By the end of it, I'll be fine. I'll be able to play tonight. Oh, my God. Thank God I didn't play that night. Saturday, I was so sick. They left me at the hotel. And it was just, the, the fall was just a, a, a ride for me. Like, it was just horrible. But, I mean, you know, nowadays, you know, I'm obviously feeling a lot better, good enough you know, to play on the field. I told my coaches in January that my goal was to be healthy enough to play two games a weekend. And I think um, that's probably like wh- where I'm at right now. Like that's, that's maxing out right now. If I try and do over to that, um, I, uh, I get tired pretty quickly, but um, I'm still doing it right. So I like, I, I, I can't complain. I've got great teammates uh, a good team. Unfortunately, you know, the season hasn't quite worked out the way we wanted to, but we got so much talent on our team, man. Like, I, uh, I wouldn't change this year for for anything. Like, I mean, I, I still got to play baseball, man. Right. And one of the other things too is is it's all in an effort when you go through those uh, those kinds of treatments. Is it's all in an effort to figure out how to get better and how to uh, beyond that is to you can almost become part of that the the research part of it as well. I mean there there's a lot that goes into uh, trying to figure out what the heck is going on with this MS to begin with. Yeah, exactly. And I'm always um, I've been in many many studies. Um, I think. Uh, eight or nine studies overall for MS. And I'm whenever a, a, a doctor approaches me with one, I, I almost always say, yeah, let's do it. Um, Cause I think, I think um, especially being a, a guy who's in science, like I understand how first off difficult research is and um, how important uh, uh, it can be. Um, so uh, yeah, no, the research side is huge. Talk a little bit about the awareness side as well and, and making sure that people are aware. I mean, even simple stuff, you know, we, when we talked last time, it was, you know, you're, you're trying to have as much water and you're, you're eating in between innings and that kind of thing just to make sure you've got that energy to go forward because there's, you know, you're, you're trying to guess and test a lot of the time in terms of what you can, uh, what you can do with the disease and what you can get through. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, of course. I mean, um, a, a big thing is uh, is is diet for me. Uh, being aware of my diet, and um, unfortunately, um, this time of year is uh, is where I eat the worst. I mean, we're we're on the road, constantly yeah. traveling, and so. You know, I mean, I, I've had to eat a couple gas station dinners, right? <laughs> like it's, uh, it's, it sucks and it really doesn't help. But um, I gotta, I, I gotta make sure. You know, I, I, I try and um, even if I'm, I gotta eat, you know, McDonald's three times a weekend or whatever. You know, I'm still trying to get the best thing I can out of it. Um, I, uh, I pack. You know, I, I I bring so much fruit on these trips, man. Uh, I just bag the apples. You know, um, trying to trying to make sure that uh, if 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 I do have to eat uh, something, some fast food or whatever, I still I still got a- extra nutrition. That's not going to make me feel horrible for the rest of the day. And it does. It also doesn't help. You know, trying to sleep in these you know hotel rooms with you know three other guys are in your rooms and stuff. But, um, you, you know, like I've said many times, you know, I've got great teammates and they're really understanding. Um, you know, if I, if, if I got to go to bed, like, like, you know, they're not gonna, they're not gonna bug me and, you know, try and keep me up all night. You know, a lot of the guys can stay up a lot later than I can. I'm, uh, I'm very much like, you know, they, they call, a lot of guys call me, call me a grandpa or whatever. Cause I'm <laughs> in bed by like nine thirty or whatever, reading a book or something like that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you just gotta, you gotta take care of yourself and, and, you know, no matter what, like there's going to be rough days, but, uh, uh, if you take care of yourself, you'll definitely get the most out of them. You know? One of the things I asked you back in the fall, and I want to ask again, is the reason we caught on to the story in the first place was uh, there were two or three guys that made mention of this in our one through nine series when we asked who inspires you and your name came up. And so we finally started asking around and we arrived at why. What does it mean to you to mean that much to your teammates? I, yeah, I, 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 don't even have words like it's it's uh it's it's crazy thinking that like my uh my teammates that i look up to so much uh look at me the same way you know it's uh it's pretty crazy like i, I like i said i'm next to no words you know mm-hmm. When it comes to the positivity that you emanate, and that was the thing that uh, blew me away the first time that we chatted, was no matter what you've gone through and the difficulties that you've gone through, is you keep your head up, you keep going, hey, you know what, it could be worse. How do you keep rolling like that? What's what's driving behind uh, the mindset that you have? I mean, I like I'll perfectly admit, you know, there, there's there, uh, there there's some days where. Uh, you know, you, you get in the car at the end of the day and you go like, what the heck am I doing? <laughs> why, why am I even bothering? This is horrible. This is, you know, uh, it's, it sucks sometimes, but, um, it's just, I always knew, I always knew there was, there's three things in life I, I really enjoyed and baseball is one music is another. And I also love science and, uh, you know what I get to do those things every single day and it's 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 kind of that 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 force that that driving force is is knowing that you know one day maybe maybe not right um that this disease could take some of those away from me um so why wouldn't i try and do it now so 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 that i can look back eventually if if i can't 
I can look back and go, you know what, like I got as most uh, out of it as I did, you know, as, mm-hmm. as, I, as I could. Yeah. One final question for you. When it comes to advice for, there might be somebody who's listening to this podcast who has a young family member or who might be that family member who has MS and is looking for that light or that piece of advice to keep rolling. What would you say to them? Advice to keep rolling. Well, I got to, I mean, it's, 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 it's a mindset, right? Like it's, it's, it's not, everybody's going to have the same mindset as me, um, about, you know, wanting to keep going. Some, some people might want to, you know, like relax, um, stop pursuing some things, but like, I, I, like, I, I would tell them there's, there's no limitations to what you can do. This disease, if you, if you want something, you know what? This disease is just a bump in the road. It's it won't stop you if you really want it. Miles, it was great to catch up with you and provide a bit of an update on one of our favorite stories from the last year or so. All the best in the upcoming CCBC playoffs. All the best in everything that you've got going on, including science and music as well. Thanks again for sharing your story and joining us on the podcast. Thanks so much for having me. Always appreciate it. Thank you to both Ty and Miles for joining us on the podcast. A big thanks to you as well for downloading and listening. We could not do what we do without your help. Huge shout out to the Okotoks Dogs, Dogs Academy, Absolute Human Performance, Western Canadian Baseball League, Sparrow Outfitters, and most recently, Vauxhall Baseball Academy for their sponsorships. Speaking of the WCBL, stay tuned to the podcast as we are working on some team preview interviews that we'll be rolling out in the not-too-distant future. Yes, the baseball season in this province is heating up in a big way, and we are so excited to once again be a part of the action. Here's hoping Mother Nature helps us out a little bit. Until next time, thanks again for supporting Alberta Dugout Stories.